I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, JT, hey, JT, hey, JT, hey, JT, hey, JT, hey, JT, guess what? How can I help you? I would like some chimkin nuggets and a large Sprite. <laughs> is Pepsi okay? The fuck do you think I am? So, if I okay, have that much caffeine, my, my guts will explode. So one Pepsi and one Sprite, okay. No Chimkin, only Pepsi. No Chimkin. Only Pepsi. You can't do this to me. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the world's most painful drive-through experience role play. Um. Yeah, it's ba- boneless pizza. We'll bring back boneless pizza. Remember that funny meme? Uh, can I get a uh, one motherfucking uh, boneless pizza? What do you mean boneless? Don't want the motherfucking bones. They don't got bones. That's because I asked for boneless. <laughs> yeah. Well, today's episode is just the greatest hits of memes. To be honest, here we go. Here we go. Satellite radio. Y'all getting hit with the boom. Hello and welcome to Rataloid, the greatest podcast of all time. We will rate and review every vocal, every vocaloid, not pokaloid, in alpha, chronological order. I'm getting everything good today. I am Jonathan, your wonderful host, who's here to say terrible things, and I'm joined today by the world's number one rodent appreciator, Harper. Hello, I am world's number one rodent appreciator. I'm here to talk to you about harvest mice. Tell me about the harvest mice. God damn it, they're so small. What the fuck? Who let that happen? Were they like isolated on an island for like years? And <laughs> sorry, I'm just shouting at the Harper for touching his mic stand constantly. I have to sit on my hand. It's elite microphone crimes. <laughs> microphone crimes. Much like ASMR, it's a microphone, microphone crime. crime. But they're like so small, and I just want to like I want to go to like where they live, which is apparently Europe and or Asia, and um like look in like little tulips of flowers and see their little heads poke out and. T- it's just so cute. They're very small they're creatures. They're so small. They're like jelly bean size. And if I hold them too tight, they'll die. Don't hold them that tight. I love them. Hi, is there a harvest mice Pokemon? No, I don't think so. They haven't made a Pokemon that small yet. Um, excuse me, there's the Pokemon that's a literal mosquito. Shush. <laughs> no, that's Buzzswole and it's very big. No, the other one, the what? cutiefly. Cutiefly is a mosquito? I, that's what I assumed it was because of its snout. Butterfly have my snouts. Yeah, but theirs curls up. It's a bee. Why is it stinger on its face? That's its ass. Hey, folks, we've been playing Pokemon. It's good. <laughs> Welcome to Pokecast. Pokecast. Welcome to Pokeloid, where we rank and review every Pokemon in ro- chronological order. Okay, I just have to talk about Sword and Shield because, boy, howdy, the lead up to this was the most emotional time I had over a Poke game 
ever. Yeah. And I did call it Pokey Game. Pokey um, Game. Because, like, people were so upset about it coming. Like, that. first of all, they were like, mm, my favorite Pokemon isn't, isn't, isn't. <laughs> they lied to me. And, like, at the time, I could see the anger. But, like, having played it now, I'm like, of course they couldn't fit all the Pokemon in there because they were making room for literally all these cool new things they were adding. Also, it's better for balance. It's I, way better for balance. I much prefer going through the game and having access to a whole bunch of Pokemon in the way that they've done it yeah. as opposed to, no, you got to transfer all the odd ones over. Fuck off. Yeah. I Like, this is better. That is so um, annoying. Yeah. I'm also, like, furious at that group of people for the hashtag they used. Oh, what was the hashtag? Dexit. Oh, fuck, yeah. As Austin Walker of Waypoint put it, the motherfuckers hoisted themselves and, like... Yeah, they really did. What are you doing? That's just so dumb. Like, first of all, you're being the most dramatic. Over a child's game. Over a child's game. Like Like a good child's game that everyone is allowed to play. But still, a game aimed at children. Like, it's not going to be the big, massive RPG. It's not going to be what you want. No. And there are fan games that are that. And that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. like... That's never what Pokemon was. That's never what it will be. Yeah. <sighs> Pokemon opinions. I have a lot of opinions. It's and just a good game. I'm like, then there was that one like section who were just losing it over the textures. Yeah. And, and those, the models. Mm, the frame drops. Mm. And like, I'm playing it. And honestly, it looks really good. It looks cute. It's, it's like the animations are fucking fresh. Yeah. And it just looks good. It's on, you can play Pokemon on your fucking TV for God's sakes without an emulator. Like, yeah, it's really like, the future is now. The beautiful thing about Pokemon, it's just joyful. And that's like, it's very joyful. Why would you make that not joyful for yourself? Exactly. You are doing this to yourself. Exactly. And the interesting thing about this Pokemon game, I found like, maybe it's just a me thing, but I found I've had to pay more attention to stats, like speed and accuracy and stuff and really think about it. It's a challenging game. It's like, it's definitely up to the challenge, I think, at least for me. Um, yeah, no, like it, a lot of past Pokemon games, you can just blindly click through. Like a lot of old games I found, I could just like blindly click through. And this one, I'm actually thinking about what I'm doing. I've lost to gyms. Like, it's so much more engaging. Yeah, um, it's good. It's good. Um, in anime news for the week for the two of us. Yes, we watched the first two episodes of Macross together. Yeah, we did. Wow. Hey, y'all, I need, <laughs> I need you to watch the first two episodes of Macross. Can we spoil? Can we spoil a bit about the second? End if of the you second do episode? not wish to hear about the spoiler from the second episode of Macross, skip ahead. Let's say two minutes at most. So the whole setup for this this show is like you see the aliens. Yeah. There's humans fighting aliens in these robot pods, right? Yeah. Robot pods that seem kind of small, but I'll get back to that. Mm. And the humans are in like these jet fighter mechs, and you see the aliens in their command ship, and you're like, "Who's this Dracula-looking motherfucker?" Yeah. He's he's there. He's looking like a bad '70s movie. It's great. I mean, when was Macross made? '80s. '79. Eh. Like 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 yeah. Looking like a bad Star Trek villain, right? Oh, 100. percent And you're like, oh, that's just a dude. That's just a guy. That's just a guy with green paint. And then and then what happens is you have there's a battle happening and the mech shoots one of the balls. And then a big suit gets out of the ball and you're like, "Oh, there was a giant mech inside there's, of that tiny ball." Yeah. And then the suit takes off its helmet and it's just a dude. It's just a very large man who looks furious. It's just he, a whole ass man. He looks like he steps out and just goes, "My name's Jimothy. I'm about to kick your ass." And you're like, "Fuck. Okay. This is just a big The aliens are big." And then like the pilot friend of your main character is like, yeah, no, we made these to fight these giants. I knew the aliens were just humans. I didn't know they were this tall, though. 
wall. It's like, what is happening? It's so weird. It's 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 literally like it's a clown stepping out of a clown car. Yeah. Except like it, it's a real big clown. Yeah. <laughs> it's like seriously, just watch the first two episodes of Macross. That's all you need to do. And then keep watching if you want to. I won't stop you. It, it's got an interesting setup, I'll be fair. Yeah. With like the whole idea that this foreign like technology crash landed on Earth and they built like a fucking city around it and then there's like it's the big opening for it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what's this like, new technology gonna do? What is happening? Oh yeah, it's so weird. It's just right off the cuff weird. I do appreciate how our protagonist is just like, no way, I am not a soldier. Never yeah. gonna be a soldier. And his main protagonist who in the first episode called a soldier a murderer. It's incredible. And then and then he's unfortunately thrusted into that position and the whole way he's just like, man, what the hell's going on? Yeah, no, seriously. Also, like the way Austin put uh, Austin Walker, one of my favorite podcasts is I talk about him constantly, as we know. I do. Uh, I, listen, I'm a fanboy. I'm sweet. sorry. It's sweet. Uh, but like he has this thing, right, where he's a huge mecha fan and he talks about being mechs being a metaphor for human bodies. Yeah. And people go, what does that mean? And he just goes, watch Macross. It's literally, we had to fight the giant man, so we made giant man. Oh my God. You can't tell me it's that simp- simple. That's what it is. No. Yeah. It's great. It's incredible. Anyway, we have po- uh, vocaloids to review. Yes, we do. Um, should we put a little warning in this one? We're going to do a content warning up front now. Yeah. Um, after we've had Joe. Basically, Kai Yuki is like... A fourth grader. Yeah. Um, and what this means is that there's a bunch of very uncomfortable, shitty content about the fourth grader. Yeah. Um, like, there's a lot of songs and stuff that makes me very uncomfortable. And I'm going to talk about it because we need to in this episode. I think it has to be addressed because it's a fucking issue. So, yeah. So, content warning for, like, creepy stuff around kids. Yeah. Right? If, yeah. If that's a problem, just stop listening now. Yeah. Skip this episode. Skip this episode. You've heard me talk about Macross. That's all you need. Yeah. That's all you needed. So, yeah. Now that, now that that's done. Background research. Yes. On Kai Yuki. So Yuki's vocals are based on an actual real-life child. Um, she's an elementary school student. They brought in a fourth grader at the time to voice her. Um, and to quote the wiki, which is my favorite line, she represents a child's voice and was voiced by an actual child, making her a realistic representation of a child. Like, yes, that is how that works. <laughs> Damn, she do be child. Um, that's just a good sentence to me. Um, that's basically it. She was made in tandem with another guy who we're going to be reviewing next week. Yeah, I've yeah. I've gotten his name for now. Uh, um, I've got it. Actually, no, I've got it right here. It was like a teacher-student sort of part. Yeah, he, he's her teacher. Yeah. His name is uh, Hiyama Kiyoteru. And like, I think that's a really nice, nice idea, like making them t- in tandem. You I know? do like that. That is sweet. Um, let's get into look. I just do want to say oh, please. an interesting thing I read about the voice actor. Yeah. Identity has never been revealed. Even when she wasn't a child anymore, she still never revealed her identity. That's good. That's and a good thing like, to do. Honestly, she's valid. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. We, we don't know. It's a mystery. We don't know. So my first note that I got here before anything else that about anything I found. Yeah. I'm always filled with worry by anime style characters of a younger age. That worry was justified. It turns out. Now the look it, for the most part's yeah. okay. Oh, like her look is fine. Like it's a cute little yeah. schoolgirl. It's exactly what you expect. Yeah, the V2 version is just like a simple schoolgirl outfit, nice yeah. red color. Like they've they they got went for a vibe and they did it kind of like Mako, kind of like Sonica in the past. Like they yeah. found a color scheme and a vibe. V4 is basically the exact same design. It's just a little bit more frilly. 100%. They made it, uh, is it a, it's a Lolita style dress, yeah? Oh yeah, it's, I'd say it's like an interesting cross. It is, it's got Lolita-esque um, aspects to it. Yes. And when we say Lolita, we're not talking about the movie. We are specifically talking about the style Japanese of fashion. Um, Harajuku fashion. 
Mm. Um, which did originate in Harajuku, inspired by Victorian-era European yeah. clothes. And and that, that kind of fashion has a whole set of rules around it, right? Like, it's got to yeah. be over the knees, it's got to be, it's like... It's very much about modesty um, and just being cutesy. A lot of people seem to think it's got, like, a fetish thing to it, but yeah. it really... It doesn't inherently, right? It does not. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's always the case of, like, communities being misrepresented by a minority. Absolutely. Um, it, it's a nice outfit, honestly. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think the V4 is really nice with its added frills, with, like, the... Um, What's the word I'm looking for for that pattern? Uh, pa- plaid? Yeah, plaid pattern. Plaid? Yeah. Pa- paisley? No, I think it's plaid. I think it's plaid. Let me have a quick look. Yeah, it's plaid. Okay. Let's say plaid for now. Yeah. If we're wrong, feel free to message us and yell at me. Please, just yell at me. Um, so, like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, like, uh, there's not much to say about her style. Yeah, no. She's a schoolgirl, yeah. right? And it's... It's cutesy, it's nice, they did a good job for it. They, they knew did. what they were aiming for and they did it. Yeah, that's a positive for me on that on the design. Yeah, same here. Positive. Yeah. Personality personality. Um my note here is she's a school kid. Yeah, it's adorable. Like what do you want? Right? Her entire personality is she baby. Um, um she baby. Her her height is listed in amount of apples, as is her weight. <laughs> I really do like that. I um, want to measure myself as apples, honestly. <laughs> Apple boy. I'd be like I don't know, maybe 16 apples. She is as tall as 10 big apples and as heavy as 86 apples. See, that's just that's just wholesome. That's just cute. We should all measure ourselves with apples. Apples is the measuring tape of nature. Yeah, it's really nice. It's so nice. Also, her surname, uh, the characters apparently mean song and love, which Aww, is very sweet. That is so soft. Like, she's, a, she's a, just a cutesy character. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and yeah, like we said, she's she has a connection to our Vocaloid from next week. So like, there's it's nice that they have that built-in personality for that. Absolutely, I like built-in connection. It's interesting to see them do Vocaloids like that, but interesting enough, they're like they're not like Lin and Ren. No, which is interesting. I it's think it's not a combo pack. No, yeah, it's it is very much like yeah. These characters have a connection, but they're not inseparable. Yeah, because like it would be weird if the school teacher and kid were just like they had to be packaged together. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Uh, these were. This was made by the same company who made Miki. Ah, I'm pretty sure. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I'll double check that one. That's okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, AH Software Co. Um, same company. Hence why they were sort of released around the same time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was also the first vocal to be provided by a child. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. Which makes sense. Um, like, hey, again, it's just good. It's just. It's positive. That's a positive for me. I, I have seen nothing bad for personality. She's just a happy little school kid. Exactly. Um, okay, so I, uh, I'm i down to one of two songs. Oh, really? Do we want a sad song or a bop? Let's go for a bop. Let's go for a bop? You know I love me a bop, a bop. Okay, it's kind of a creepy bop, uh, but it's called Night of the Puppeteer. Okay. Night of the Puppet? Yeah, Night of the Puppeteer. Night so of the Puppeteer. Here we go. So they very much went for that, like, like uh, the same thing we mentioned back in Lin and Ren, which was, like, uh, taking an innocent character and making it spooky. Oh, yeah, like, she was, that that was always going to happen with her. Yeah, uh, and, like, it, the, the spooky child trope is, like, a fair one. I can understand why it exists. I mean, yeah. Um, and, like, it works well in this song. The distortion that you hear in the verses 
really add a nice layer to it. It has some really good highs. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it suits the tone incredibly well. I think it works really well just overall. As like an entire piece in itself, it works well and her voice lends itself well to it. Yeah, it, it goes well as a whole. Yeah. Shall we hear your song? Absolutely. Um, mine is, I'll just get the proper name of Of course. Okay, so mine is called Balsam. Let's go. That's really nice. It's, it's really nice. It is a really soft song that has like, it's it's a really calming, chill vibe. It it was it was one that I actually sat through and listened the whole way through. Yeah. Like usually with these songs, I've either heard them before or I listen to them. I find the first bit and go, yeah, yeah. that's cool. You just need to get a taste. And I don't I don't go all the way through. Yeah. But with this one, I'd like I would go back and listen to it again because it is soothing. It's really good and it suits her character, right? And there's some really good ones where they like. Take the fact that she is a fourth grader and use it well. Exactly. Um, there's there's a cover of Castle on the Cloud, right? Oh, From Les Miserables. That'd be perfect. Yeah. yeah, it fits her so well. Um, like I, I am positive on this voice. No, the same. Thing. However, I need to have a talk with y'all. Yeah. About everything. It's serious time. So, this is a child. Yep. This character is a child. Yep. And what that means is that people like to try and subvert the things there, right? Yeah. And so there is like the creepy songs like Night of the Puppeteer. Yeah. Where they take her and they're like, let's make her a spooky evil person. I'm like, okay, cool. It's like creepy child is a horror trope. Yeah. It's not an inherently problematic one. Like it's, it's, it's enjoyable. Right? I can, I can live with it. The issue with that we run into is that some of these songs are the reason that we fucking can't have nice things. Uh, yeah, basically. Um, Jonathan's going to get a little bit angry right now. But I'm looking through the song list of a number of notable songs for her. That's yeah, the, that's the issue. They're notable they, too. These are listed as notable. And we get things like the Rugrats Theory, yep. which is the horror one. Mm. Um, I don't like the Rugrats Theory as a fan theory. Oh, God, no. It's just making things edgy and uncomfortable for the sake of trying to ruin someone's childhood. It's shock value. It's, it's 100 it's shock value. Out a percent for shock. And you're like, wait, this is kind of like, if you're having fun with it, great, but it's it's kind of like ruining the joy for other people. Yeah, 100%. And, and like, Crusher P is the producer. I really like Crusher P. I, I don't think that's a good song. I think there's major issues with it. Yeah. But then you get into songs like Innocent Girl. Innocent Girl by producer Kagome P, um, which starts with somebody going, hey, little girl, how old are you? And she goes, nine years old, let me show you love. No. And here's the issue, right? I don't, I don't think things should be taboo topics to talk about in music, right? Oh, definitely. Um, I think there are ways to approach these in what could be a unique approach to it. However, I feel that this song in particular, by taking a nine-year-old character, mm -hmm. making her not just consenting, but... Yeah, that's... Like, a, a nine-year-old can't consent, right? Almost but, like... Um, what's the word? Instigating. Yeah. The, yes. And like the artwork through the music video is bad. Like... Yeah. It's, the, the issue is it's really nicely stylized artwork, but like... Mm. It's like her like crawling all over grown ass adults oh, and shit, right? God. And it's like, why the fuck do you think this is okay? It's so gross. It is so gross. Um, there's one of my favorite bands is Rammstein, right? Yeah. Rammstein has songs about pa pedophilia. To them, nothing is taboo. 
right? Mm-hmm. They will sing about anything. But the way that they present a lot of these issues is that it's fucking bad. Exactly. Um, like from their most recent album, they have a song called Hello Man, Hello Man, which is from the perspective of the pedophile, right? Oh. Um, I don't, I'm not comfortable listening to that song from like, just cause it's a lot to deal with. I looked at the lyrics, it's not good. Yeah. But their approach to it is better than this because it is from the perspective of who is depicted to be a fucking awful human being. Yes. Right? For them to portray this child as the instigator is just the worst. And it's not the only one of these. Jesus Christ. Um, there are songs here that like, uh, uh, fucking. Yeah, like it's, it, the issue with these songs is like, okay, so you want to address this? Make sure you address it as a bad thing. It's you... not a bad, and ha- by having your younger child instigating it, that's just, first of all, like, that's not a thing. That's a non-thing. Yeah, just bad. I don't know how else to put it. It yeah. makes me uncomfortable. And it's the reason we can't have nice things. Exactly, exactly. And like, this sort of thing is rampant in all types of media. And it's just, sometimes I feel like it's just used for blatant, like, shock value. It's shock value, yeah, absolutely. Every and time. And you can't do that because that's someone's literal issue that they have literally faced in your life. Yeah. And you are using that trauma to get more views on YouTube. Without any thoughts about it. Exactly. Like, there's, it, it, it is just such a thoughtless employment of a lot of things, yeah. right? That that it, it, it really upsets me. Um, and, like, it's the reason that we can't have nice things. It's 100%. the reason we can't have cutesy characters. Um, yeah. There's, there's a, a, a the, the Gundam podcast I listen to. Yeah. In one of the episodes, um, M, I'm pretty sure is the host's name, uh, was talking about uh, a anime they were watching that was meant to be, like, cutesy, looking at, like, these great schoolers going through their life, right? Okay. But then it, like, makes jokes about, oh, you must be a real creep for watching this, right? And it's like, no, I just want to see the cutesy shit. I just want to see, like, happy, nice pureness. And to, to like, take what is a wholesome and joyous thing and then be like, Haha, you're a creeper and I'm a creep. And, like, the fuck are you doing? It, hey, things are allowed to be cute and you are allowed to like cute things and it doesn't have to be in any sexual way. Things can just be cute. Yeah. It, like, what I found with Kai Yuki's work is that it's either just very uncomfortable, just bad things, mm. or either hyper edgy or awful themes. Like, what the sad song I was going to play, yeah. which was one of the few songs I actually enjoyed how it sounded, uh, it was a fucking, about a girl in a hospital dying slowly. Oh my God. Um, called, like, I am living. It's this brutal, like this brutal thing of like that song actually probably handles it okay, but because of all of the other shit around it, uh, I'm not willing to just trust like that. Yeah. Um, it's it yeah. There's just like a reckless use of edgy and uncomfortable themes without a consideration of the effects that they can have. No, hundred <sighs> percent. Sorry for that little rant there, folks. It's just distressing. Yeah, it really is. It, it yeah. pisses me off. Because, like, we were talking about pervert characters in the last episode, right? Yeah. And, like, it's just, it's representative of bigger issues that are harder to address from our standpoint. No, definitely. Um, Like, yeah, like, definitely represents bigger issues that... That we as a Vocaloid podcast can tackle. We're a Vocaloid podcast. Um, I'm just going to get angry about shit occasionally. Yeah. And, like, I think it needs to be had. Like, we can't just ignore this. Yeah. I think it can't be glossed over because when you ignore it, you're basically saying... Yeah, that's not great, but yeah, I'm not going to stop that's you. The thing is, like, I like this character, but yeah. the way that the community has used it, it just makes you super uncomfortable. Definitely, um, and it's the reason that there are people who like don't want to be called anime fans, right? Oh, for this very specific reason, yeah. because of ugh, just 
Because of all of this shit. Cause, yeah. Because of all of the layers of uncomfortable, creepy garbage that happens. Exactly. Whew. <laughs> Thank you for listening to that. Thank you. Sorry that it's not our usual jokes. Yes. Uh, jokes Jokes will come back now. And yeah, just thanks for listening. Ten apples tall. <laughs> Ten apples tall. We need to still rank this character. Yes, we do. Here Woo! we go. Uh, I hope we don't lose subscriber. <laughs> Bro, you just, you just posted political rant. Oh, no, ethical rant. You posted ethical rant. You're going to lose subscriber, bro. It happens. Hey, if you're unfollowing us for that reason, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good. Everything's good. Everything's good. Ranking. Uh, yes, okay. So, where do First we start? First up, Mako. Mako, okay. Look-wise, they're very similar in a way. They're very similar. First of all, the red color theming. Definitely. But both of them are going for simplistic outfits. Yeah. That are just going for like a specific goal. Look chill, nice, cutesy. They're both good. They're both good. I'm positive for both of these is the problem. So mm. I'm going to come back to look. I think we've got to come back to that one. I think that's a good idea. Voice. I think Mako's is worse. Yeah, no, I'd have to agree with you. I actually. just skipped by accident. But like, I, th- I prefer I prefer Kaiyuki's voice. No, a hundred percent. Her her tone is softer, and therefore it's just more pleasant to listen to. Yeah, a hundred percent. Ah, personality. Personality is a hard one. I think Kaiyuki. As really? much as there's all the awful shit about her. Yeah. At the same time, she is a school child and not a comedic alcoholic. That's true. That's so she has true. that going for her. Yep. No, we'll take that. Um, which means Yuki wins he in that regard. At least yeah. if we're both agreeing on that. No, I would agree. Yeah. yeah. So Kai Yuki is now going to go up against Gakpo. Oh, boy. <laughs> My cyber samurai, lad. Cyber sam- oh, well, okay. Out and out, first on appearance. I feel like they got more creative because they could with Gakapo. Oh yeah, well, so, the, cyber, the cybernetic samurai boy. Exactly. So I'm a more. I'm gonna say Gakapo for the looks. I I I. I'm his little butterfly. Are you? Yeah. Well, you see, I've searched across the land, <laughs> all across Japan, just to find my little samurai, someone who is strong. Go off, I guess. <laughs> just edit in that song right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's a, it's a, hey, that's still a bomb. It's a fucking banger. Yeah. Catch me on DDR machines doing it very badly. Hell yes. Um, so Gakpo wins in look. Gakpo wins in look. Personality. I think Gakt is more interesting. Gak is a more interesting personality. And so I would say yes to the Gak personality. <laughs> purely because it's more interesting. It's just more interesting. But apparently problematic. I don't think it's problematic. I just think he's a I'm shitty dude. I'm making a call-out post for Gakapo Vocaloid Man. You a bitch-ass motherfucker. Oh, yeah, no, he's like, I don't want ever want to meet him, but, like, he's fascinating to me. No, I actually yeah. <laughs> um, And voice, I like Gakt. Yeah, no, I like yeah. Gakt's voice. Um, which means that now Kaiyuki is going against... Luca. I love yeah, like you are the Luca Stan. I am a Luca and Gumi Stan first and foremost, and a human second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad Jokes is back in the building. Yeah. Oh, it's good to welcome you back in. Um, yeah, no, I like I like Luca's look more. Yeah, her Luca. Time to make that joke for the second time. You're fired. No, that's fair. After today, that's fair. Um, then it's uh, her personality. She was like, she's just she's good. She's sweet. She's, she's soft. Good. She's gentle. Yeah. She's just nice. Uh, and voice, I think I like Luca more. I prefer Luca's voice. Yep. Yeah. Which means. Oh, no. Kai Yuki must go against Kaito. God. Um, hmm. I so, prefer. Okay. No, you, you go. go. You go. Damn it. You. Um, I prefer Kaito's look. Oh, it's true. Really? 
I like his JRPG look. Yeah. Um, although, mm, oh, now that we talk about it, though, Kaiyuki's like red look is really like it's really she looks simple, like an apple. really brought together. That's why she measures in apples. Yeah. Um, she's apple. I like her look more. You know what? You're valid. Yeah. Like it's just sweet. It is that red apple theme, which is quite nice. Yeah. Um, I think that. Uh, like it is, it is cutesy in a way that suits what they're going for. Definitely, and she is one of the cases of like they went for an aesthetic, they succeeded in that aesthetic. That's true, actually. Kaito just looks like a pop singer who looks like a JRPG protagonist. I don't know what Kaido is doing, and I don't think he knows either. Kaiyuki's Kaiyuki has her life figured out in already. That's <laughs> amazing. I gotta admire yeah. it. So I'm giving it to Kaiyuki. Yeah, no, fair. You? Well, now that you've said it like that, I have to give it to Kaiyuki. Yeah, okay, excellent. It just makes sense. Boom. Logic. Meet me in the Miku place of ideas. I've never experienced logic once in my life. Mood. What was it next? Uh, personality. Personality. Mm. Kaito is a pervert, and I just, just did a big rant about perverts. Kaiyuki. Kaiyuki. And voice. I think, uh, it's, I, think I prefer Kaido's, but Kaiyuki yeah, no. wins at everything else. Yeah, Kaiyuki still wins at everything else. Um, so, everybody... Our new number five vocaloid of all time. is Kaiyuki. Kaiyuki. If you got through this episode, well done. I'm proud of you. So I hope that you all have a wonderful day. Yeah. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I hope that you're taking care of yourself. I hope that you rate and review us on iTunes. Oh, that's Or a some bit. kind of podcasting network. Oh. Um, also, like, everything. you know what I'm going to say? Check out the other podcasts. Uh, that's Not Canon. There's oh, a bunch of really good stuff God, around yeah, here. dude. Oh, I can't believe we haven't said that before, but That's Not yeah. Canon Productions. Really good. Yeah. Check out all hey, their podcasts. There's a Patreon now. There's a Patreon and you guys should subscribe to it. You can do like a dollar a month thing. Yeah. That's if, if you support the Patreon, you're supporting the guys that let us actually do this. Yeah. And of course, support it if you can. Yeah. Totally understand if you can. Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. Um, you find us on social media. Yes. Find at? us on uh, Lloyd rate Twitter. Rate hyphen a hyphen Lloyd dot Find me at Pirate Killjoy. And find me at Harps Monty on Twitter. And then join us next week where hopefully it'll be a little bit more calm. Yes. And we'll be reviewing Hiyama Kiyoteru, the Vocaloid Senpai. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.